something that's awesome? Having people that you can vent to. That's so awesome. Having people that you can just be truly open with and just complain about stuff too. Not to say that you won't handle the things that you need to do because if you're just a negative person who's always complaining about people, ain't nobody want to be around you, man. Ain't nobody want to be. But every once in a while, it's just nice to just have somebody who you just call and you're like, ah, this is frustrating me right now. Even though there's a solution to this problem, it's just, ah. <laughs> I say all of that because I just actually, I just talked to my sister and I was getting so upset about something that was happening. And it wasn't even like a big deal. Like there's a solution to the problem, but it was just frustrating me for no reason. So I called my sister up and I was just like, ah, I'm frustrated. I'm upset. And I just literally vented for a straight five minutes. And she just sat there and she listened to me and you know, it was cool. And then after that, I was like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm good. And she was like, uh, I don't know what to tell you. And I was like, nah, it's all good. I, I got to figure it out. <laughs> but at the same time, it just was nice. First of all, it was good to just hear her voice. But on the other hand, it was just nice to just be able to have somebody that you can just call up and be like, this is happening right now and I'm frustrated. And, you know, even though they may not have the solution, they may not have the answer or anything, but it's just good to have those people in your life. So hopefully I pray everybody has that. Everybody has people in their lives that they can just literally call and just be like, all this nonsense is happening right now. And just be able to like, you know, let some stuff off of our chest because life is too hard, man. Life gets super hard and we just need those safe areas where we can literally unburden ourselves to other people and just be able to be like, this is what's happening. I'm frustrated. They may not have solutions for you, but sometimes we find solutions when we just talk about stuff. It's crazy, right? Like we find a solution in the midst of our ramblings and in the midst of our um, like just going off on a tangent. It's like, oh. I figured it out. Thank you. And then we go on with our lives. And we also have to create ourselves to be that safe space that people can vent to us and people can complain to us without us trying to find a solution. And this I'm preaching to myself right now is because I try to be Mr. Fix It so often and it's not good. Sometimes people just want a safe space to just talk. So you have to let people ask you or tell you what it is that they need. Don't jump the gun and be like, oh, this is what you need to do right now. This is what you like. No, don't do that. Just sit down. And I'm trying to learn this a lot where I just sit down and I just listen, not trying to solve the problem, not trying to do anything unless the person says, oh, what do you think? What do you think I can do? And then I'll fill in that gap. But just sit down and be more of a listener and allow the person to just talk. First of all, most people like to talk anyway. I mean, I made this podcast because I love to talk. It gives me an escape for me to talk so that when I'm out of not in this room, I'm silent and I'm listening. Most people want to talk. Most people want people who actually listen to them. And the best conversationalist, the best kind of people that people always say, oh my God, he's such a great conversationalist, are people who ask questions, but never actually like talk the whole time. Allow people, if you're in a conversation, don't be the 80% person, uh, depending on the situation you're in, because I didn't that somebody has to talk. But be the type of person who is inquisitive, who asks questions, but allows the person to fill those gaps. You know, it's just, uh, anyway, that whole thing is just a whole aside of me just getting excited after talking to my sister. I mean, after talking to her, I'm just on cloud nine. I don't really care what the problem was anymore. Like I, I was just like, eh, it'll get figured out when it needs to get figured out. I'm not going to kill myself or ruin my evening just because something happened that I have no control over. You know, it's just one of those things. It's, it is what it is. That's one of my favorite sayings is just, it is what it is. And we just keep moving on with our lives and let the things happen. But anyway, that is not what I was going to talk about on this podcast. By the way, if this is your first time around this time, welcome to the Rambling Mind Podcast. My name is Kalechi. 
And we talk about all things personal finance on this podcast and investing. And then on Thursdays, we like to talk about the business news and to learn about how the decisions that the Federal Reserve or the government or businesses around us are affecting the dollars in our pockets. And on Tuesdays, we focus on personal finance, investing, and just ways that we can just make ourselves that much better with money. But anyway, today, what I'm going to talk about is just An idea that I had when I was talking to a friend of mine, actually it wasn't an idea, but it was a question that came up when I was talking to a friend of mine. She was talking about how it's kind of hard for her to write. Uh, She was doing some papers for school and she was just saying like, it's kind of difficult for her to start writing and writing has always been kind of a challenge for her. And I was trying to understand it. And for me, writing has always been something that I've been able to do kind of naturally, even in high school, I've kind of been able to always write papers uh, because I don't know, I've always had this uh, natural ability to just tell, to be able to tell stories because every time I write anything, it's just literally storytelling. The way I've always seen it is whether it was in high school and they'll say three to five sentences, make a paragraph and it's like, yo, how much stuff can I fill in here just to pad this thing so I can tell this story? And so writing has been something for me where I've been able to just write just by telling stories. But I was trying to understand the other side of the foot where people say writing is difficult and people talk about, yo, writing is very hard, which sometimes I'm not even going to trip. Like sometimes I started doing this newsletter, this blog to force me to write more, to force me to be a better writer and to force me to pay attention to what I'm writing. And I'm not even going to trip. Sometimes it is hard. Duh. Sometimes you be sitting there and you just be looking at the screen. The screen is looking back at you and it is hard. And she said something. I was like, what is the hardest part of writing for you? And she literally just said, starting, like starting what I want to write is the hardest part in the whole process. And then that clicked something in my mind where I was like, that seems to always be the case. Starting out anything is the hardest part of doing the thing. Being able to start something is probably the hardest part of doing something. And then I started thinking, why is that the case? And then I thought back to physics. In physics, we have a rule called inertia, which is an object in in motion stays in motion. But to get an object to be in motion, it requires more force to get it to move because of something called friction. So for example, if you wanted a rock to move, the first thing you have to fight against with that rock is friction because friction is what's keeping it in place. And so even in that, in just physics in life, Starting anything is so hard. It's so difficult. You have to apply a lot more force, a lot more energy in order to get it moving. Like I work in the energy industry. And one of the things that we always talk about is the uptime to be able to get a plant running. It takes a whole lot more energy, a whole lot more resources to keep a, to get a plant to start running than it does to actually keep the plant running. It takes a lot more when you have to stop and start, stop and start. We don't like that. We want it to just keep going because there's a whole lot less work for us to do than when we want to actually pick stuff back up and start getting it to run again. And it's the same thing with a lot of things in life. It's a lot easier for us to just keep going than it is for us to start something. That's why it's a lot easier for us to just continue to spend money that we don't have than it is for us to actually start than it is for us to actually start doing something good for ourselves, like taking care of our finances, tracking our expenses. And plus the other problem of why it's so hard to, for us to even start something is the amount of weight that we put on ourselves, the build up that we do, the amount of stuff of how we just picture it, if that makes any sense. It's just like 
every time I have to start something new, like think about the last thing that you had to go do. Let's say you were going on a date or maybe you were going to start a new job or maybe you were going for an interview or whatever it is that you were doing something that was out of the norm for you. What did you do? Most of us was like, oh my God, what is this going to be like? Am I going to be able to do a good job? Will I do well at this interview? What are the other people going to be like? And so there's all this stuff that we put on top of it. There's all this weight that we put on top of it. And so it makes it that much harder to start. When it comes to our finances, a lot of us already have so many preconceived notion of like, yo, I'm already bad with my money. How am I going to get good with my money? Why should I even bother trying to be good with my money? It's so hard. It just looks like a lot of work to be able to track my expenses, make a budget. It just looks like it's so much for me to do that to even call these people up. It's just like, ah, and at that point, when we start getting into that zone of just being like, ah, I don't want to, it's just, uh, I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. The friction, that friction is so hard. We put so much more where it would have been like, if we didn't have any prior knowledge, we'd just be like, all right, let me try. But because now we've built it up. So the friction is that much harder. There is so much more that we got to overcompensate for. There's so much more that we got to overcome. There's so much more that we got to push through. It's so much that we got to work against just to get this ball, just, just to tip it. Because all it takes is a little tip. All it takes, in order to get a car rolling, like you, if you put a car in neutral and you put a car in neutral, for the most part, if it's a flat land, the car will stay. But all it takes is somebody to just give it a little push, a little shove, and that car is going to start rolling fast. And so a lot of times, all it takes it's just that little push, that little nudge. It just takes that first, just just that that question we ask ourselves of like, oh, why not? Just asking ourselves, but what if I actually did that? What is the worst that can possibly happen? Or better yet, what is the best outcome that can come from this? It's just that little nudge, that little push that we all need sometimes. And so I go back to just reflecting on what I was talking about with my sister on the phone, sometimes it takes people around us to give us that little push because on our own, we suck. On our own, we just we won't, won't, we won't move. We won't make that decision. We'll just remain in a fearful, frightful place rather than actually jumping in. So I'll say it again. I really hope you have people in your life who you can vent to, who you can talk about things to so that they can give you that little nudge so they can have ask you the difficult questions of like, why not? Or what do you think the best outcome can possibly be if you did this thing? A lot of us just need a little bit of a nudge. We just need a little push just to go over the edge. Like I say, the hardest part is starting. But once you get that ball rolling, inertia starts playing in your to your benefit. Because now it's a lot harder to stop. There's a lot of things that we do on a daily basis that we're like, oh, why do I do this all the time? Like we do it so naturally now. It's just a part of who we are. Like my little brother, he, when he was in high school, he determined that I am going to work out and I am going to be, uh, I'm going to add weight because he was a skinny dude in high school. And he was like, I'm going to work out. So I'm no longer skinny. Now people look at him and people are like, oh, genetics. Yeah, such good genetics. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Like, I know this kid. I grew up with this kid. It ain't genetics. The dude put in work. 
And now it's like a natural part of his everyday life, like working out, staying fit, eating right. All of that stuff is part of who he is now. It's harder for him not to do it than for him to do it. It's harder for him to decide, oh, I'm just going to eat like a pig. He can't help himself. He will always make some kind of decision in eating like unhealthy that will be still healthy because now it's just natural part of him. Even when he go, you, like you go to a store and it's like he doesn't even think like the soda aisle doesn't even appear to him if he goes to a restaurant or anything. None of that stuff even like even triggers his mind at all because all he sees is like, oh, I just want water. Why? It's a natural part of him now. It is harder for him to go back and start drinking soda. Not to say that he can't fall off and start doing it, but it's a lot harder. It takes more for him to get to that point. So we just need a nudge to start. We just, you just, I don't, I, I, I don't know where this is coming from. I just wanted to share this as we're starting off this year. Just find a way, find a will to look past all the things that are saying, oh, you can't do this. You can't accomplish it. This, that, and the third. Push past all of that. Or talk to somebody who is in your life that you trust and let them ask you those tough questions so that you can look past your own mindset. So you can look past your own thought process and actually let you jump into something new. And actually give a try to something that you've been holding off on and you've put your so much weight on yourself that it's so much harder to break that friction. To break the frictional plane so you can actually start moving again. So I don't, I don't really know if there was a message in this whole thing, but the main thing is like the hardest part is starting, but continuing is a lot easier. So just find some kind of way just to get started, just to get started. Because when you get started, a whole beautiful thing opens up to you. And I'm not saying get started on bad habits. Please don't, please don't. As Warren Buffett said, I don't know who said it before Warren Buffett did, but he said the chains of habits are too light to be felt until they're too difficult to be broken, until they're too heavy to be broken. The chains of habits are too light to be felt until they're too heavy to be broken. So we have to also be careful on what it is that we are starting because it's very dangerous. Like I said, just in one sense, it's hard to start, but it's extremely hard to stop as well. So be careful with the habits that we are building. But for the good habits, like things that we talk about on the podcast all the time of Tracking your expenses, making a budget, investing, saving, making sure you have a three to six months emergency fund, investing in a 401k, IRA, automating your finances when you get to the point where you can handle everything, getting out of debt and then staying out of debt. Do not allow consumer debt to rule your life. Paying attention to what you're spending your money on. Living below your means. All the things that we talk about on the podcast, those are good habits building upon them once you start doing it it's a lot harder not to do it anymore once you start doing all the good habits and you see the rewards of doing those good habits it's a whole lot harder for you to stop doing it so please make this the year that you start make this the year that you decide to do something different make this the year that you get accountability partners around you to put you and set you on the right track make this the year that you get that final nudge whether it's from this podcast or from other people talking in your life. Just start, my friends, start. I don't know what it is that you have in your mind that you've been putting off, but please don't let that thing, do not, the greatest regret that most people have when they're on their deathbed is not, I should have worked more hours. 
is I should have done that thing that I knew I should I wanted to do. So please, don't live a life full of regret. Now, there are some things that we should just leave out. Like I said again, bad habits, be avoiding those things. But there are some things that we know inherently that we should be doing. But we choose not to do it because we might be afraid or because of past history or a plethora of reasons. But we have to look past those things and just get started. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of my rambles on this podcast. I went left, I went right, I went up, I went down, I went all over the place. But I hope you learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. And if you did, share this podcast with one person that you love, one person that you hate, and one person you're just kind of like, eh, about. And by that time, you just shared it with every single person that you know. But it's been your boy Kalechi. I'm going to catch y'all up on the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And your boy's out of here. Peace.